Tell you what, Kevin. No matter what happens, I'm never. I never wanted to change change this song. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like a 500 theme song of a podcast, but it it, it, uh, it does have that welcoming open. It does make me glad that we're that we're doing this every Tuesday. This being the Nat Shift. Courtesy of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo. He is Kevin Ricca. I'll tell you, the Commodores certainly sound smooth, but uh, after the weekend uh, that, that many Americans had, and I know that we did, this whiskey is not going down as smooth as it usually does on a Tuesday. No, oh. you do have that. Oh. You do have that. Oh. That post weekend, Kevin Ricca voice. You, it's yeah. almost like you played a full game. Maybe you. Uh, Caught a, a few too many audibles out there and took a couple shots. That extra day will get you, man. <sighs> every time. Every get time. You. And that Tuesday that becomes, in, in essence, a Monday. Yeah. I mean, I, I got choked out by it. I mean, all, all 260 of me just completely lifted in the air and then pile driven. What, what, about, what about the other 17? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Sorry, that's T. That's T's extra 17, not you. Yes. So... We are covering the Washington Nationals, our favorite baseball team. Uh, and let's be honest, it's been a hard season um, to watch. Uh, it's been a tough season to stomach, given the expectations we had, um, famously covered, and um, we'll never be able to live, you know, forget or live down uh, the fact that we expected to be covering a playoff um, participant and World Series contender. That is, at least at the moment, not the case. Um, and yet, Kevin... Still our team. There's still baseball to watch. You're still we still get the joy of watching, you know, Bryce Harper tie up a game uh, with a two run home run uh, against a good team late and then win it and in, in, in extras. That's fun. It's still a reason to watch sports. It's still a reason to cheer on your favorite team. Um, I get it. I mean I, I understand that the, the thrill is gone for a lot of fans, but don't don't miss the chance to watch 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 these guys. It's, they're still fun to watch, and they're they're only going to get more fun as you get to see some of the names that are going to be coming up. Yeah, here they come. I mean, Bone Voyage, Madsen, and GL. Uh, now try and recoup a little bit of that money. Try and get back a little something, something. But hello, Robles and Fetty. You know, I'm excited yeah. to see Fetty on the hill, and everyone should be excited to watch Robles running through, around that center field position. I mean, this is this dude is ridiculously dynamic. It's exciting watching him get out of the batter's box on yeah. his way to first. You, you can tell the precision, that just a top-notch athlete that he is right away, just by his how he walks. It's going to be fun because uh, he is a gnat, and he will be a gnat for a while, um, and other guys that we love may or may not be. Um, and we can, we can talk a little bit about that. I thought we'd start off where we always start, and that is the week that was. Um, listen, it was – I feel like I've said it way too many times already when we say it wasn't our best week. It wasn't our worst week. Uh, I think if you count last Tuesday uh, against the Phils, which we typically do, um, you would say we were three and three uh, since the last time you know we talked. Um, not our not our worst um, week of baseball. 
where do we stand right now? Uh, seven and a half in the, uh, entering seven the day? Half, seven out of the wild card. Seven and a half out of out of first in the East. It's it's um it's daunting. There's still 20, 24. 24 left. Not impossible. Uh, we're playing all the teams between us and what we want. I mean, we're, we're playing the Phils. We're playing. I, th- I think we still got a series against Atlanta. We got the Brew Crew. Is that true? Or do we already do we already run through those guys? Um, I don't think we have the Brewers anymore. But no, we do. We, I think we got rid of them after last weekend. We got we do have the Cubs. A four four game set against the Cubs. Um, and then we got a bunch of NLEs games uh, before we finish up with Colorado. Schedule is there for us. Um, if, if something magical happens, if we relive May, uh, maybe you were talking about something. But in the meantime, um, we're watching uh, baseball because we enjoy watching our favorite team. We still get to watch them every day, at least at this point in time. Uh, they're the only Washington team playing. Um, and, and, the, and, and I love them. Uh, and I'll be sad when the season's over. Um, who had the best week, Kevin? You know, from in the your, looks of your, it, yeah. from, in, my, in my opinion, once again, you just watched Soto out there. Watching Bryce Harper hit the eject button in the bottom of the ninth. My man Max Scherzer is just, uh, I mean, it's just, uh, I, I, I can't say enough about him. I'm, I'm so happy that he's ours. Uh, we're so lucky to be able to watch him. He's one of the greats of all time. One of the great right-handed pitchers, I think, in the history of the sport. Uh, I saw a little stat yesterday that said that in his 13 uh, combined uh, starts that he either lost or didn't get the decision, while he was pitching in those 13 games, he got a grand total of 13 runs. That is that is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life, man. Yep. So whether he you know got a loss or got a no decision... While he was on the field, while he was pitching in those innings, he got 13 runs and 13 outings. That's that's ridiculous. Yep. I bless that guy. So he's he might just get my pick every week for just being the super competitor. He's keeping those boys fired up in there. I mean, you know, they haven't quit on anything yet, but I think we all see a little bit of the writing on the wall. You know, you don't ever want to be that pain in the ass team that looks forward to being a spoiler. But that's what it comes down to. I don't mind kicking the Phillies and the Cubs right in the ass. Nope. I have no problem making sure that they don't get any more uh, hyper or credit for anything. I like the the climb uh, of Anthony Rendon from the beginning of the season to now. Obviously, we we love him on this show. We've uh, seen that once or twice, haven't we? Out of him. Yeah, and he yeah, and he he's the uh, he's all, he's going to end the season. You know, he's he's on track to. I mean, he's at two ninety three entering the day. He's got four hundred and thirty four at bats, so he's doing just fine there. Um, he's gonna he's gonna. He, he gets straight 300. I mean, once again, you're yeah. going to be talking about a guy um, who's, what, 30, he's got over 30 doubles. Uh, he's going to get you 75 RBIs, probably more before the end of the season. Um, and, you know, he doesn't strike out a lot, although he probably struck out a little bit more this year than previous years. But then again, so is everybody in all of baseball. Um, I am a big proponent of uh, appreciating what we have and what we will have. So... I'm going to appreciate Rendon from for now and for the near future. Hopefully, we're able to hold on to that. And I'm going to appreciate Bryce Harper, who still leads our team in home runs, RBIs, on base percentage, um, and, uh, and and he leads the team in fun hitters to watch. You know, crank blistering shots wherever he blisters them too. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, that was. It, sick. It's he, he's. There's a reason why he's, there's going to be a crowd around him out in Vegas at the winter meetings. Um, and we can put that pin in that for a moment. I, I just thought, 
one thing I wanted to talk about tonight was the idea that um, the Nationals season has been uh, worse off than you know than, than some other other teams. And you know we've gotten it from Orioles fans, who by the way are 54 and a half games out of first uh, at the moment. Um, I think they should know their role moving forward. Yeah, I mean they're going to ask. What was the question someone posed to you? Would you rather? What season would you rather have the Orioles yes. or the Nets? Yes. I mean I don't even understand that thought. It's an absolute troll. Okay. He's got a, it's a trolling of all trollings and. You know, come on, man. You, your team's out there. There's 15 people at Camden Yards on a given night, and you're just getting just punked left and right, in, in and out, day in, day out. It's not even close. Not even close. It's not even close. I mean, you know, you traded away your guy that you couldn't hang on to. You know, it's got to be that, that that in itself is miserable. And I hear stuff like, well, we're you know, hope we lose more, we can get a higher draft pick. Like, wait, wait a second. It, this is. This is the stuff that people in the NFL, and that's a way more, you know, limited draft. There's seven rounds. That's Major League Baseball. Really? That's that's what you're hoping for? I mean, you got to lose a lot of games to be when you're rooting for losses. The thing about the NFL, which so I never agree with rooting for losses ever. Uh, I, I can't think of a single time when I've ever wanted my team to lose. Um, but in baseball, that's like every day. At least in football, it's once a week for you know four months, and you're done. Yeah. In baseball, you're talking like every single day for five months, you just want to see your team lose? Come on. You don't want to see these guys get better? You don't want to see these guys called up and what they can do? And if the young guys with the talent can play or not? Or if they're ready or not? Like, come on, man. Yeah, and how do you go Knock from... if you're So the, the Washington Nationals underperformed uh, expectations this year. That's, Without that's a, a doubt. Fact. Without a doubt. We thought they'd be better. We've, for all the reasons we've said um, starting last winter, which, by the way, we'll start saying them again this winter, uh... But there's got to be content, continuity between one season and the next. So, um, in, the, in whichever way you can. Obviously, for the Nats, they came in with a new manager. Um, they'll, they'll exit the season minus a few guys that have been here for a while, and, and th- there'll be more storylines developing as that goes. But to me, like, rooting for losses, like, how do you, how do you establish something that you can carry over to next season if all you want to do is see your guys lose? I mean, I... I mean, you, you could lose a you could lose a player that way. You could lose a free agent. You could not only could you lose one of your own free agents that way. You could lose a free agent who you want to sign who doesn't want to come to a team that with that kind of culture. You might lose a good manager that way, and you're not going to sign a good manager who sees an, an organization embrace that kind of culture. It's it's not a cogent thought process. It's not yeah. it's not reliable. It's not it's irresponsible, and it's just trying to be dismissive about the horrors Churlish. they've had to in, in de- endure this season, which has been horrible. Um, at 69 and 69, which the internet had a lot of fun with, um, I, I'll, I'll take, uh, I mean, if we can get to the mid eighties, put up an eighties win, I think people don't understand that since 2012, I believe the, the Washington Nationals have won more games than every single organization except for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I think it's a 10 win difference. I think it's 634 versus 624. I, I, at one point in time, it was us and the Cardinals. The Dodgers have come on strong. No, no team is except the Dodgers. They've won ten more times than the Nats, who've won more than any every other team in the majors since 2012. The 2012 seems like just yesterday to us. RG3 was leading the Redskins. Uh, Shanahan was on the sidelines. Uh, Bryce Harper was a youngster. Um, I was 240. You were 240. The Wizards were, eh, probably still middling. <laughs> I was going to say the Cavs were 40 and 42, crushing yeah, 40 the regular season. 
and, and losing in the playoffs. So listen, that's a long time ago. 2012. We're talking about six, six years, six seasons. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Call it seven, including this season. That's a... That's a trend. That was impressive, by the way, how you, how you knocked that out of the appreciate park there. That. Yeah, appreciate you that. Appreciate that. You never know. Do you count the first one? Yeah. Do you count the last yeah. one? It's like, okay. But when you do it out loud, it becomes official. Mm-hmm. There you go. Document. This is all audio. So I can't, I got to be able to show my work. Audio style. Uh, the Nationals are a good organization. Uh, you know, our expectations were not unrealistic. They just didn't get there this year. We're going to come back next year, and guess what? Window's still wide open, um, and... We still get to watch a team that's dedicated to winning and a culture that's that's dedicated to winning. And so I wanted to ask you, Kevin, I read an article today. I don't, I'm not going to quiz you on any, any, any court, but I read an article. Was, I think I wouldn't even say it was carried initially on Bleacher Report. But And I did read it, although I hated the headline, uh, and I didn't necessarily agree with the author's point of view. But um, he, he, this guy, Zach Reimer, I think, for Bleacher Report, you know, made the case that the, the Nationals have completely screwed up Bryce Harper's career, uh, or the, the time they've had with Bryce Harper here in Washington. Yeah. And I didn't click on it. Yeah. I, it. I wanted to see what what they were trying to argue, and and they they came with, um, you know, they hated the Matt Williams thing, which okay, in retrospect, you know, could have probably done better than Matt Williams, but I liked it when it happened, and you know, we saw what happened. They, the shutdown of Strasburg in 2012, I believe it was, stands to still to most baseball people as like the most disastrous move that any team has made. And, and I, I still like the move. I, I think Davey Johnson has questioned it in recent years in a book he wrote, uh, or either an autobiography or biography, about how um, it wasn't his decision. He didn't understand what the doctors were thinking. Um, I don't think we have Strasburg re-signed if we didn't if we didn't do that. And you know you can take issue with whether you wanted him re-signed. And, we, and we've seen what's happened since with him: uh, a flurry, an onslaught of various injuries and minor and major. I mean, obviously he was the guy that needed some protection. I mean that's that's stuck that sticks in my throat too. I hate I hate it. Yeah, I but hate. I don't it. think we messed it up, and I don't think we ever re-signed him at that bargain deal at the time without going to the open market without doing that. Yeah, they they were open their arms and, and got super cuddly with Boris and Strasburg, and, and the player certainly appreciated it and indicated it as such. So, um, I don't know. He, he was a first-round draft pick. He was young. I mean, that's that was a long time ago, if you think about it. Uh, and was that 2014, 2012 or 2014? It might have been, might have been 2014. E- either way, whatever it was, it was a year in which part of the um, explanation for it was don't, you know, this isn't your only chance to win a World Series. You'll be back, right? And and blah blah blah. And so everyone's gonna rub it in our faces that we didn't uh, pitch him. Davey Johnson says we go to the World Series with Strasburg. Thanks, Davey. Appreciate that, buddy. Um, uh, he he likes to talk a little ass. That's his yes. that's his deal. You don't sell books without getting a little controversial yes. about some stuff. Thank you, Bob Woodward. He adamantly disagreed. Adamantly, <laughs> adamantly disagreed. So. It was 2012, bud. Okay, good. Right good, good. It was a long time ago. Um, a time, and since then, you want to th- talk about ruining Bryce Harper's tenure here. Again, second most wins in the majors over that, that span. I'll take it. Um, with and without Strasburg in the lineup. So, we've kind of been putting a pin in it, and we'll talk about it more as we move forward, because the Bryce Harper story is gonna, just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until the moment that he signs something with somebody. And I 
have been prepping myself for the possibility that it doesn't come here. I continue to say, and I continue to believe, and I continue to stand by the fact that I want him. I want him for life. I want him to be on in our outfield. Um, but, and I'll throw it out there, for that kind of money, you can get two aces. I'm not saying those two aces are available. I'm not saying that they're, they want to come here. Um, but based on what happened this season, if I had two more $150 million pitchers in my starting rotation and I had to go with Eaton, Robles, and Soto, I'm at least thinking about it. I'm not, I'm not, take, I'm not turning it down out of hand. Better be the right two. It better, it's got to be the right two, obviously. I mean, I had my doubt. When we gave Scherzer $200-plus million, I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's a lot of money. He's, he's really good. And then he's been worth twice that. Yeah. Outrageous. And now they're both... They're both going to jump up to making $35 million a year. That part of their contract next year, just it pops up that number. So saving some of this money right now may not be just for you know, Bryce Harper. This is a fact of the matter. I think Strasburg goes from 15 to 35, and Scherzer goes from 20-something, 22, I think, to 35. Both next year, that's a significant yep. raise for both of them. <sighs> I mean, I'm, I have a feeling we don't have a, a ton of starter money left. Obviously, we need a number three, but that, that's a big jump there. That's a big boost in, in pay, and, you know, we've cut a lot of it, and we've lost a lot of free agents that we're not going to sign back. And Murphy, I think that's another, another $12 million off the books, and Geo's $12 million off the books. And it's going to get super interesting to see how we move forward, see how we attack this. It, so the, I'm looking up on Track. So uh, his base salary next year does go to $35 million, but interestingly... In 2020, it goes down to 25. Yep. In 2021, back to 15. Mm-hmm. 2022, 15. And then in his age 34 season, he's currently slated to make $45 million that year. Yes, I did see that. Uh, which is great for him, obviously. It's a hefty, it's a hefty sum. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I agree with you. I don't think the money is necessarily being um, saved for Bryce and... And I, you know, at some point, the decision might not even be about money. I mean, it's the number's going to be astronomical, whatever it is, and the learners are going to just have to say, you know what? Um, is this the show we want to put on stage every night in front of a pretty good fan base who, who's show, been showing up um, and uh, is certainly uh, proving itself to be a strong baseball town, strong baseball fan, fan base? I'd like to think that their learners would at least think that the city and the fan base um, have proven to be worthwhile of their investment. Um, but I'm, I'm realistic. I mean, I know that no Geo, who knows what's going to happen with Tanner, um, and who knows what he'll, what, where he slots in. But the fact of the matter is, I mean, Joe Ross, he, I don't, he, he, I'm not penciling him in as our number three, that's for sure. No, and I don't think Fatty's ready for that spot no. yet. Now, it would sure be nice to get a, uh, a, a battery, uh, a catcher, and a, and a number three guy. Or, you know, at least a non-ace. A number two guy I'll take. I mean, right now, we've got two aces. Yep. You know, uh, we're fine. We've got to keep them healthy. We've got to put Strasburg in a cryogenic chamber from here on out after the season ends until next freaking start of next spring. But I don't know, man. Uh, like you said, they're not just lying around out there. There's not these guys available. It's going to have to be a, a creative, crafty way of, of getting some of these guys in uniform over here. Yep. That's, uh, that's what Rizzo's been known for. So, That's the goal. That's the work ahead. Um, 
you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to keep coming back every Tuesday. You might get us for five minutes. You might get us for 25 minutes between uh, now and forever. And um, the Nats are up one nothing in the second uh, against the Cards. One, one inning at a time, one out at a time is how we make it all the way back. Um, and you got to do it against these teams. If you're doing it at these, against these teams, you're, you're making up ground. Um, uh, we get um, between now and, and uh, the next time we speak, uh, we'll wrap up the St. Louis series this week. Uh, we will begin a four-game set hosting the Chicago Cubs on Thursday. That'll go through Sunday. Um, and then it's, it's back to Philadelphia, and it's uh, on the road against um, guys we need to make up ground against in, in both the division and the uh, wildcard race before our last series against the Atlanta Braves, um, which we'll be able to cover, uh, which we'll talk about next week, um, uh, ahead of uh, next Tuesday, which is September 11th, big day um, for the USA, hopefully a big day um, for, for Nats fans and something we can you know, be happy, be, be happy and celebrate um, in Philadelphia, which would be um, not just a series win, but 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 a sweep. Roark, Strasburg, and Scherzer um, are all slated to face the Phil- Phillies uh, in that series. So, I mean, Kevin, am I leaving anything out? We- no, I think we 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 painted every corner. <laughs> yes, we have. I mean, it's uh, and I'll tell you, the tough part about a Tuesday night in the basement after a long weekend. I mean, just. You can hear us, but but this ain't no scratch and sniff podcast. And let me tell you something: you're very very lucky out there. And uh, it's a little moist. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's got something going on down here. Until next Tuesday, we will clean it up for you. Uh, on behalf of First Amendment Sports, I want to say thank you to Kevin Ricca for helping me paint all these corners. I would like to. Say thank you to Mr. Robles for coming yes. up to the team, so we can get a, all get a good look at the the, uh, the caliber, the eliteness. That's gonna be a treat this week. Keep an eye out for him all over the place. Um, Soto is batting uh, what? He's batting fifth tonight. Robles not is, would Robles be eligible for tonight? Right? I don't know if he's in the lineup tonight. I, I didn't see it earlier. He's not in the starting lineup. Uh, Fetty is obviously um, pitching, but um, he'll, he'll he'll make his way onto that field and and. I, I think just, you know, at the beginning of the season, we would have thought he would have been the guy we'd be talking about and not Soto. Um, for if you want another idea of why it's, and I think I said, and I apologize, I think I said the Nats were up 1 nothing. They were down 1 nothing, and now they're down 4 nothing. But that's okay. We'll get it back. Well, crap, Ken. Yeah, I know. I've misreported. Uh, this podcast is going south. The, um, the fact. You basically that, just told everyone that we smell like shit, and then you yes. told us the wrong score. And I told us the wrong score. And now we're getting pounded. I'm trying to polish the turd and the turd smell. I'll, I'll, I just think we just need to remember that as bad as things seem, as bad as things feel, we had a Robles and a Soto still in their infancy on the way up, um, and they're they're not nobodies, and they're they 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 will get you wins, they will make you proud, and they're going to be around here for a long time, um, and there's not many teams that lead the majors in wins except for the freaking Dodgers um, that have two guys like that who can not only be prospects but that can come up and play at a I mean shit Hall of Fame level really at, at, at age 19 um, so be, be excited about that you know unwrap those unwrap those presents uh, make it make it Christmas Day today or tomorrow whenever you see Robles get excited um, this is what our team's going to look like 
Eh, it's not a bad look. We should have got out five minutes ago. Yeah, we should have got out five minutes ago. <laughs> Trust me, I'm reaching for the door. I'm Ken Marangolo. He's Kevin Ricca. And this was The Nat Shift.